his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. What day is it? Is it Wednesday? All day long. Oh, it's Wednesday. All right, all right. What's the hump day schedule look like? Longest day, Wednesday, nine letters. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. Never ends. Never, never ends. It never ends. Well, let's get started. Showtime! Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway with the hump day edition of the Bobby Mack Electric Radio Program. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and uh, share with me your feelings about, well, last night's debate or whatever else uh, maybe of topical interest to you. Just grab the phone and give me a call using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number is 71307. And my email address, Bob, at 1063WORD.com. My immediate reaction, uh, I was expecting to see uh, Chris Wallace act as a registered Democrat last night, and he did not disappoint me or a a number of other pundits, which in large measure is why last night's debate denigrated the way it did into a a, a shouting match. That's what it amounted to. If, If Chris Wallace was supposed to be a moderator, he did about as good a job as James Comey as the FBI director. That is to say, not well at all. I got this in my email this morning from uh, Perry. Greetings, Bobby Mack. Just like I imagined it would be with a registered Democrat as a moderator. (laughs) Funny, my reaction as well. Wallace propped up Biden for 98 minutes. What really got me PO'd was how the questions to President Trump were worded to immediately put Trump on the defensive, and to Biden, the questions were the same old, uh, don't you think uh, President Trump uh, beats his wife too? From the totally unnecessary Charlottesville question to Trump, to the constant scolding and interrupting, the president didn't have a chance. Many times I noted Wallace didn't even give Trump his two minutes for rebuttal The mail-in ballot segment was a factual disgrace. I could go on and on, but I know you saw it all. Loyal listener, Perry. I did. 
see it all. Patricia McCarthy also had uh, similar sentiments about this. Writing today at American Thinker, the debate, Trump was great, Chris Wallace was a dreadful disgrace. Chris Wallace's overt defense of Joe Biden throughout the debate on Tuesday night was so obvious, so blatant, he should be banned from ever moderating a debate again. Wallace's performance was as Biden's protector, his advocate, and that's undeniable. He stepped in at every moment Biden seemed lost. Court packing, lack of support of law enforcement, and Hunter Biden's criminality. The debate was so poorly managed, the questions were designed to aid Biden to coddle him. No wonder Trump felt duty-bound to interrupt. Trump was debating both Wallace and Biden, and only one of them is sentient. Wallace's intent was clear, sabotage Trump. Wallace succeeded only in looking like the stooge he is. Why a two-minute rule? That hardly gives either man time to rebut what was just said about him. Wallace even brought up the Charlottesville charge, but did not admit that it was a manufactured lie without giving Trump the time to deny the lie. Wallace completely ignored and tried to derail Trump's bringing up Hunter Biden's criminal corruption. Why was that not a viable subject for discussion? Biden lied when he said Hunter had been cleared. Not true. Biden has a long history of lying and financial corruption. Should that fact not be up for review for a candidate for president? If Biden were a Republican, you can bet it would be. Wallace should be fired for his wholesale lack of objectivity. He has become a cut-rate Dan Rather. Boy, is that a good one. Trump made important points all of which Wallace tried to mitigate. Voter fraud is real and is being perpetrated by Democrats throughout the country. Biden tried to insist that the violence being visited upon Democrat-run cities across the nation was by white supremacist groups, a total lie that Wallace let stand unchallenged. Biden is looking forward to shutting down the economy for COVID and implementing a mask mandate. Biden is not supported by law enforcement anywhere in the country for obvious reasons, and Obamacare was and remains a disaster. Wallace, a member in good standing of the mainstream media, is a handmaiden of the Democrat Party in which winning by any means necessary is the rule. Wallace's bias for Biden was appalling. Climate change... Who on earth at this moment in time thinks this is an important topic for discussion? No one but the moonbat Greta Thunbergs of the climatistas. No one. Biden's Green New Deal would put millions of Americans who work in the fuel industry out of work. The left's embrace of this nonsense has left California with rolling blackouts. Wallace did not question Biden's lack of understanding of the impact his Green New Deal would have on the economy. Wallace was for Biden, not America. Why no questions on school choice, on the border, and illegal immigration, which Biden supports, on the necessity of ending the lockdowns that have caused much more death and destruction than COVID ever did, on Biden saying, I am the Democratic Party right now. 
on his family's mysteriously ill-gotten wealth in the multi-millions. Wallace was not going to let any of those issues come to the fore. He is a naked partisan who is invest invested only in his own illegitimate primacy as a member of the Army of the Left in good standing. That would be the swamp, the deep state. Wallace perpetrated the Charlottesville lie, and he knows very well that it is a lie. Trump had to interrupt to get a word in edgewise in his own defense. Again, Wallace was a despicably partisan moderator. He tried to throw the debate to Biden and so made Trump the clear winner. Trump had to fight the only way open to him by interrupting the two people wrangling to sabotage him. Wallace's transparent protective bias was appalling. All of this makes us wonder, is there a moderator that can legitimately host a debate? Well, Hugh Hewitt would come to mind. Larry Arn of Hillsdale College, a constitutional scholar, would ask the right questions in a civil manner. There are numerous brilliant people who could and would conduct a legitimate debate, but Chris Wallace proved himself not among them. He has shamed himself and Fox News. His attempts at being a bulwark in Biden's defense was shameless. It was Wallace who made the debate something of a farce. He left Trump no path but to try to refute the lies in his questions and Biden's responses. I'm guessing that Chris Wallace is now dead to vast members of conservatives who once upon a time respected him. After this debate, they respect him no more. Too true. You know, everybody want to talk about what a hot mess the debate was last night. It's the moderator's job to ensure that it does not denigrate into that. But when the moderator is obviously a partisan for one side and not the other, well, then we get what we saw last night. 16 after 3 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quick break here and then be right back with more as we get rolling here on Hump Day on WORD. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back. Nice Wednesday afternoon here on the last day of September in the Bobby Mack Show on uh, WORD. Uh, if you missed the debate last night, you probably have. I mean, there, there are a, a lot of uh, talk show hosts, including, of course, El Rushbo, who was on before me, who have had plenty of opportunities to share all the sound bites with you. And so you probably, assuming uh, that you didn't watch the debate last night, you've had plenty of opportunity to catch up. By the way, if you were wondering if this debate uh, drew the same level of attention as uh, Donald Trump versus Thelonious Von Pantsuit, Hillary, in 2016, the answer is no. 28 million Americans watched the debate last night. That is down 36% from uh, 2016. And I suspect in large measure, because of uh, what I said yesterday, that uh, there are not many people out there who haven't already made up their mind. In fact, there's a lot of people that have already voted. Uh, But if you did miss the uh, debate last night and and you're wondering what exactly transpired, uh, no worries. The Bobby Mack semi-professional players have put this audio uh, loop together to, uh, to pretty much sum it up. And here it is. We now present the presidential debate, interpreted and performed by an elephant and a donkey. This has been the presidential debate, as interpreted and performed by an elephant and a donkey. So there you go, and uh, that uh, pretty much uh, brings you up to speed. 23 after 3 here on the Bobby Mac Show as we uh, go to... for. Go to the phones for the first time here on Hump Day, uh, beginning with uh, Governor Jimmy, who is in Easley. Hello, Governor. How are you today? Okay, bud. You know common sense when it comes from a little boy, old redneck. Shouldn't be as smart as this, but the fact of it is there's a way to fix that. Number one, they could shut their microphones off after two minutes without choice. It is, no kidding. You don't get to make Huh? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know. Neither one of us is Werner von Braun, and we've figured that out. If they don't want the thing to get out of control, uh, turn off their their microphones. Number two, we depend on computers for everything else. Why can't a computer, which has no prejudice, ask questions? That way, be straight out questions. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, use uh, use AI rather than. Uh, a a person because everybody everybody has their own personal biases as we saw proven to the nth degree last night by uh, the 21st century version of uh, Dan Rather Chris Wallace. Yeah, I mean, I just thought as smart as we are, and we letting Chris Wallace do this. We know the sucker was a left side Democrat before we ever did it. I well, sure, right? Yeah, no surprise. I, I mean, I knew it. Yep, <laughs> I knew it, didn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was no doubt. So and and, I, I, and I was I was hopeful that uh, he might play it down the middle 
but it was so obvious last night. I mean, look, case in point, this business about white supremacists and uh, Chris Wallace bringing up the misquoted uh, quote from President Trump uh, about uh, white supremacists and neo-Nazis when he very plainly condemned white supremacists, the KKK, neo-Nazis, in that statement. But of course, the media doesn't want you to know that. So he asked uh, the president last night if he was willing to denounce white supremacists, to which the president said, sure, I'm willing to do that. Did Chris Wallace pose the same question to Joe Biden? Are you willing to denounce BLM and Antifa? Of course he didn't. Well, what the fact of it is, is it's like I said, number one, you shut the microphone off, you wouldn't have that much trouble, no way. Once right. you say it, then you can have a rebuttal, but we can turn your microphone. Number two is I don't know any media person, really, when it comes down to it outside of someone as with Fox, that could actually do it yep. and not be prejudiced. So why not make a computer, let a computer? They will, The computer will ask an exact question, and then... You can say what you got to say goes to the other side for debate, then you can come back and answer it. But the computer will not be prejudiced. Yeah, yeah. And what you know, you're, I've been, and, and I've what been, you're describing is an actual debate. And, and of course, it, I'm sure it became pretty obvious to President Trump very quickly last night that if he was going to be able to make any points whatsoever, that he was uh, going to have to do so uh, by interjecting himself in, into there where he could. Do you think he's, he'll, he'll be dumb enough to do that again? Because that was stupid. There, there's... I mean, no, I'm not calling him stupid, but that was I, I, that's like going to somebody with a gun to your head and say, now shoot me. Uh, let, me let me answer you in this way, Jimmy. I, I would have been happier uh, had President Trump, because a number of times when he interrupted Biden, Biden was about to go off the rails, as, as he has been known to do. Now, he was saved in a couple of those instances by Chris Wallace, but he was saved in a couple of others by President Trump interrupting him. I would have preferred the president to allow Biden to uh, continue to derail himself and get into some mumbling, bumbling uh, reply that made no sense at all. You know, for instance, the, the case in point would be where Biden attacked Trump and said, well, you know, we got 200,000 people dead from COVID-19, and then this is on your watch. I wouldn't have interrupted Biden there. I would have waited until Biden finished and then said, well, which number are you using tonight, Joe? Because last week you said that uh, 200 million Americans had died from COVID-19. Which number are you using tonight? Well, the other thing I noticed, and I know I'm taking too much time, is I noticed uh, particular speeches when somebody is waiting for somebody to tell them something. He would wait up, Biden would wait a minute, look up and grin, and he'd laugh, and then he would start talking. He's got something in his ear is telling him how to answer. Well, I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think we would have noticed that last night. And there was uh, a tweet earlier from uh, James Woods, who said that uh, Biden had some device hidden in his sleeve, uh, which other people have rushed to Biden's defense and said, uh, no, that's uh, prayer beads that he uh, wears there uh, in memory of his son, Bo. So who knows? But one thing is for sure, Biden was at least prepared last night, and he got help where he needed it uh, from Chris Wallace. 
and and there were moments when he did. Jimmy, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Good to have you here. Uh, there was there there have been a lot of uh, pundits uh, all over the web today writing about uh, last night their reactions uh, to the debate, and and I've read uh, quite a few of them, and and one that I, I seem to be the most in agreement with uh, was from uh, Liz Peake at Fox News, and I'll, I'll share that with you. And, and that business also about white supremacists. What's with Senator Tim Scott uh, now saying the president misspoke when he was talking about the Proud Boys, stand back and stand by? Uh, he, the, the, Senator Tim Scott is now saying, I think the president misspoke. I think he should correct it. If he doesn't correct it, I guess he didn't misspeak. Well, uh, where's, where's Tim Scott on Antifa and BLM? I mean, he's quick to, uh, to jump on the president uh, when he answered Chris Wallace last night, asking if he was willing to denounce white supremacists, which he had already done when Charlottesville happened, by the way. And the president replied, sure, I'm willing to do that. As they would say in a courtroom, asked and answered. 3.30, excuse me, <clears throat> froggy. 3.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to update the news. We'll talk also about uh, Comey in front of uh, Little Lindsay on Capitol Hill today. There's a lot more to get to here on the Hump Day edition of the Bobby Mac Show on WORD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Howdy, welcome back. Great to have you along a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon here on the final day of September 23 before 4 as we go back to the phones uh, right here in uh, my stomping grounds at Taylor's and we're joined by Deanna. Hello, Deanna, and welcome to the program. Thank you. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. Hey, I really do have a few questions or comments. Um, first of all, I was just so upset when I went to bed last night after that first But anyways, one thing I was really irritated about was that when Chris Wallace asked Biden if he was connected with Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. after he was done, he did not answer the question at all. Correct. And uh, Wallace, did, Wallace did not uh, push it, and I was disappointed that Trump actually did not intercede and and ask him the question again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really so that's one thing I was really irritated about. Yeah, and that and that is, stands in uh, that stands in stark comparison, Deanna, to as I mentioned, uh, Chris Wallace pressing uh, President Trump on the business of white supremacists and bringing up that Charlottesville quote that he knows is a lie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the, and then the other things that I can't help but think about a lot is um, I don't know how the government and everything works specifically, just like I'm sure a lot of other people, but um, sure. I, who, select, who selects the monitor? How does he versus someone else get that position and uh, what uh, who authorizes him only to ask the question he wants to ask gotcha um, I, I don't know that there it used to be uh, that uh, organ there were a number of organizations that put the debates together including uh, the League of Women Voters now uh, they have this this group that they have put together the American uh, Debate Commission or something. That's, that's not the name, but that's close to it. And they are the ones who are responsible for selecting the moderator as well as for uh, establishing the ground rules for how the debate will be conducted. And they have spoken out today and issued a statement saying, well, we're <clears throat> going to have to go back and uh, review the, uh, the ground rules for the debate based on uh, what happened last night, when in point of fact, if the moderator had taken control, uh, which is part of the moderator's job, uh, none of that would have uh, spun out of control as it did. 
Oh, I know. Yes, I was really disappointed in Chris Voss. Um, um, the other thing I was disappointed was that he didn't ask Biden specific questions on how he was going to be a president, how we were going to benefit, right. what are his plans. All we know, you know, is um, he's going to raise taxes. Well, yes, but why and how? And mm-hmm. um, specific questions weren't asked. All, all, this thing, all I remember was that uh, I learned that he is going to build um, apartments and homes and buildings and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and Trump said something about it being billions of dollars. And, of, of course, we, the people, are going to pay for that. And that's why I guess he's raising taxes. Yeah, essentially, Biden Biden didn't want to say so last night. That's why he kind of mealy-mouthed around. Well, I'm not a proponent of the Green New Deal. I've got the Biden energy plan. Uh, that's baloney. Uh, the, the reason that he has the support of the left, which is in control of the Democrat Party, the Bernie Sanders crowd, AOC and all of that, is because he signed on, essentially, to Bernie Sanders' platform. But he doesn't want to admit that in a debate last night mm-hmm. before a national audience because he's afraid it'll scare people off, as it rightly will. Well, it will, right. You know, as far as Biden and AOC and the rest of them are concerned, there there won't be, Biden did say, there won't be any more fossil fuel plants. There won't be any more coal-powered, uh, coal-powered fuel plants. Well, great. So we're all going to uh, exist on uh, solar and wind power. Good luck with that. Right. We're going to live by the weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that is a, a true nightmare waiting to happen. Thanks, Diana. Diana, I appreciate, gonna, I appreciate the call. I'm hair days. Yeah, really. <laughs> Thanks for the call. It's good <laughs> um, to have you here you. today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, you bud. My pleasure. 3.42, uh, 18 before uh, 4 o'clock here on the Bobby Mac Show. I mentioned this piece by Liz Peek and her analysis. Uh, after months of anticipation, President Trump and Democrat Joe Biden met in the first of three presidential debates, an astonishing 74% of viewers were expected to tune in. In, in fact, it turned out to be uh, 36% lower than 2016, probably the most consequential debate of the most important election in the history of the country. It was, it must be said, a hot mess. Both candidates resorted to name-calling and insults, frequently interrupting each other. Joe Biden called Trump a clown and a racist. And by the way, where was where was uh, Chris Wallace going? You know, uh, Mr. Vice President, can we keep it civil here? You can't call the President of the United States a clown and a racist. While the president taunted Biden for not being able to attract crowds, questioned him on his son Hunter's misdeeds in Ukraine and China, and recalled the former VP's poor academic record. Fox News' Chris Wallace, the moderator for the event, gamely tried to restore order in a number of times to no avail. As a Trump supporter, my take was that the president had prepared little for the encounter and was ill-served by that act of overconfidence. He has a great story to tell, but did not have the sound bites prepared to tell it. 
While in rallies, he can ad lib and tell stories that illustrate his points, there is no time for those kind of wanderings in a tightly timed debate. For instance, when asked why voters should trust him to repair our racial divide, Trump should have listed the numerous measures adopted by his administration that have benefited African Americans, passing criminal justice reform, establishing establishing permanent funding for historically black colleges and universities, and creating a hot jobs market that drove black unemployment to record lows. He could also have talked about his efforts to increase school choice, which most black families favor, or noted that his support of cops is especially important to minority neighborhoods, which have borne the brunt of this summer's riots. Instead, the president turned the issue around, reminding voters that Biden co-authored the 1994 crime bill and at the time referred to young black felons as super predators. It was a good point, but he failed to elaborate on the damage done by that bill or the alternative path suggested by his own endorsement of opportunity zones. Biden, on the other hand, had the usual tired grab bag of liberal talking points, but did come seemingly better prepared. He had many rehearsed remarks and spoke directly to the camera in order to emphasize his engagement with the people watching. An exception, Biden's refusal once again to say whether or not he would have elected support eliminating the filibuster and packing the Supreme Court. This should make news and should also alarm voters. And by the way, Chris Wallace did not press him on that either. Biden also declared the U.S. a systemically racist country. His proposed solution to that problem was to gather representatives from all groups, including BLM and law enforcement, to the White House to discuss a better path forward. That was about as substantive as Biden's policy prescriptions went. Mostly, Biden talked about how badly Trump had managed COVID, reiterating the central theme of his campaign. When asked how he would reinvigorate the economy, he said his efforts would begin with fixing the pandemic. How exactly he might do that is unclear. Indeed, everything came back to the coronavirus, knowing better, intimated once again that Trump was to blame for the poor economy, saying, for instance, he might be the only president in history to have lost jobs during his years in office, forgetting about, apparently, Herbert Hoover, and in the next breath, argue that the president has done nothing to fight the disease. Both cannot be true. In fact, the president, following the advice of the experts, shut down a rocking economy to combat COVID-19, rightly or wrongly. It was a courageous but necessary act on his part, driven by the horrific scenes of Italian hospitals being overwhelmed and people dying in the streets. If he loses, that decision to shut down businesses and schools to bend the curve will have cost him the election. Before the next debate, I propose the president take more time to prep. He has accomplished a great deal in the first three and a half years in the Oval Office, and voters need to hear that. Some pretty interesting points, uh, although she let Chris Wallace off the hook. But then again, Liz Peek writes at Fox News. 13 before 4, take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on the Bobby Mack Show on Wednesday on WORD.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Yeah, that doity, 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 lowdown. And Bob Skaggs in the background, eight before four here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, I asked for uh, your reactions to last night's debate, and a ton of them coming in on the text line, 71307. So let me get to some of those. Uh, Bobby, inside information, Chris Wallace hates Trump, and most of his questions are really to give Biden an opportunity to use his talking points. Not one question about Biden's son receiving millions from the Chinese, Ukraine, and from a, uh, a uh, Russian wife of the former mayor of Moscow. No Russia collusion found with Trump. The media hides all corruption of most Democrats. Uh, Bobby, so Trump was really having to debate the uh, liberal moderator as well as Joe Biden. And all of the news media reporting afterwards about his outlandish behavior... Boy, if you're, if you're not a liberal Democrat, you really can't win with the media. Uh, Bobby, a monkey and two bags of peanuts could do a better job than Chris Wallace. Uh, where does this one uh, begin? Uh, Bobby, I, I, I saw uh, a cranky old man and a guy that couldn't manage a high school debate team or a high school debate tournament. He was awful and allowed the participants to be scandalous and rude from uh, Katie. Uh, question, Bob, is Trump capable of participating in a debate-style format, or does his overwhelming need to run the show prohibit him from doing that? That's a great question. It is his natural inclination uh, to be larger than life and want to take over, and especially when he feels as if he is being ganged up on. Yeah. Um, a texter says, it's the latter. I believe. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Bobby, what's the name of your uh, intro song, your theme music? Very good. Yeah, we get uh, asked that on a regular basis. That is the main title theme from the John Adams miniseries that was on HBO. 
number of years ago. Rob Wayne is the uh, composer. You can find that soundtrack uh, most places that you find music. Uh, Bobby, uh, Wallace conflated mail-in ballots with absentee ballots, even though Trump tried to correct him on it. And Wallace also conflated critical race theory with racial sensitivity training. He's either ignorant or purposefully misleading. I think I know which. Uh, Bobby, all of the jobs supposedly created by Obama, weren't they mostly part-time jobs? I just don't believe he created more jobs than President Trump. He didn't. Uh, Bobby, Senator Biden sent a message, but I don't think it got through. Uh, Bobby, you know, at the end of the day, that's just Trump being Trump. LOL. Well said. Bobby, I was expecting Biden to be on drugs, so I was watching him closely. One thing I noticed, they had lights shining in their faces, but Biden's pupils were so big, his eyes looked completely black, like a demon from some vampire music, uh, vampire movie. Uh, Bob, I believe it's important to take note that if you open your eyes, it's clear Trump wants to be the president and leader of a free country. Biden acted very much like somebody who will be a dictator. Bobby, I think the moderator should have to disclose any party affiliation and who they are voting for before the debate even begins so we have some context. Uh, Bobby, you've seen all the photos and videos about uh, Biden's wire. Interesting. Yeah, tweet from uh, James Woods on that earlier. Could be something to it. Uh, maybe not. Might, might be conspiracy theory. Uh, good afternoon, Bobby. Chris Wallace mentioned there were Republicans. Uh, there were Republican-run cities under siege as well, uh, but amazingly couldn't find any. Do you know what he meant? We need to have someone other than a lie-till-you-die Democrat moderating next time. There are maybe two cities of the top 20. I've got a list here. Yeah, 18 of the top 20 cities with the projected highest murder rates have Democrat mayors. And Chris Wallace rushes to say, well, Republicans too. Yeah, Chris, two out of the top 20. Dave Schwartz and Freedom Action Network joins me on the other side of the news from a fan of SC. That's next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 